0: We can't always get to every topic that we put on the menu, and sometimes we move through current events and then we get to some lifestyle stuff or just curiosities. And it's definitely on the agenda for round two, and hopefully we do get to it this time, because I think it's an eminently talkable thing. There's a new study out today, and the recommendation is that uh, in hospitals, they change all those alarms and beeps and all these you know disturbing sounds That you hear if you're hooked up to a machine or you're next to somebody who is, um, that they be switched to something a little less alarming. Because it makes perfect sense that, for example, if you're taking somebody's blood pressure and they're suffering a sudden drop, that there should be some sort of a tone to let people know. But the idea that it has to be like an air raid siren or a fire alarm and everybody has to come running with their hearts pounding when, in fact, you could put in a chime and maybe, uh, you know, an awful lot of um, hospital devices are linked up to a master control in the nursing station anyway. So you don't really need that much of an alarm. But... If you've had experience in the hospital, I was telling the story I think to Tim Hudak this morning and he was actually um, telling us the story about when his father came to the end of his life. Um, but when my mom was in the hospital following a stroke, they had this device that about every 15 minutes I think would take her blood pressure, and then it would start beeping frantically if it felt that there was something wrong with her blood pressure. Well, how is she or anybody else in the room supposed to be able to rest or relax or sleep if these bells and whistles are constantly going off? We are joined by the leader of the federal NDP, Jagmeet Singh. It's nice to have you. Good morning. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Okay, a few things to talk about today, including actually the one that's making all the big headlines this morning. So we'll get to grocery store CEOs in a moment. But how many TikTok followers do you have? Because you're pretty successful on TikTok, aren't you? Yeah, I have uh, somewhere over eight, over 800,000. Wow. Okay. So what happens now? The feds are banning the use of TikTok on government phones. So do you just do it on a, on a private phone or is this going to kick you off TikTok?
1: No, no, it's it's uh we can absolutely move to a private uh, to a private phone, uh, but we are going to take a pause for a moment just to assess the 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 risk. I think it's something to take seriously. Privacy and security, is something I've always considered a really big concern, and something that we need as as a society and as as government, something that we've got to protect. And so we'll take a pause. We'll assess the 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 impact of of the the data um, potential cyber attack breaches. Is what people are really worried about. Uh, European Union. And uh, the United States has taken similar moves around banning it from federal devices. So we'll follow all, comply with all uh, regulations, and we'll we'll monitor this the situation closely. Um, and if it's if it's deemed okay for us to continue on a private phone, we'll look at that option. Okay. So, but for the time being, you're
0: taking a, a personal pause with TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you ha- have made um, uh, a deal, obviously, out of calling grocery store CEOs to Ottawa to testify. Um, so set the table for me. What are you? What are you looking to squeeze out of them?
1: <laughs> well, um, what we, what we're really deeply troubled by is the fact that while Canadians are struggling with their groceries in a way that we, we haven't seen, I think it's something that we should be talking about the unprecedented squeeze that Canadians are feeling when they go to the grocery store and they're putting back items that they normally purchase, but it's just too expensive. And they go back the next week and it's even more expensive. We've seen all the stories and people are posting examples of of food that just continues to rise. And while um, in some areas we've seen some softening of the cost of living or inflation, we certainly haven't seen it in groceries. Grocery prices continue to rise. And at the same time, these large corporations, which really are only three major corporate grocery stores or chains that, that own all the smaller ones, are enjoying some massive profits. So we want to get to the bottom of that. And we put forward a, a motion to do two things. One is to investigate directly and speak directly with the CEO. So we summon them to the House of Commons to ask them questions about their profits and why is it that they continue to make higher and higher. Really looking like they're using inflation as a cover to jack up the prices and rip off Canadians. So we want to get to the bottom of that. We also, on a parallel side, are looking at the Bureau to investigate whether or not uh, there is some collusion going on or some inappropriate activity, like we saw in 2018, which is hard to believe in Canada. But in 2018, the large grocery stores, as well as large bread producers, colluded to prices. So this is not something that hasn't happened in Canada. So those are the concerns we have. We want to ask the, the CEOs. That's where the buck stops. What's going on here? Why is it that you continue to to enjoy higher and higher profits while people are struggling? So are you going
0: to try to make them squirm? Are they going to turn them into the the fat man from uh,
1: Monopoly? (laughs) Well, we want to put some pressure on them, but we also ultimately want to understand, you know, more proof of what we we believe is happening which is which is gouging which is uh, exploiting uh, an inflationary period so that we can force government to take action and we know in other sectors governments have taken action seeing the the massive profits in oil and gas countries like like uh, United Kingdom, Uh, with a conservative government, mind you, have taken things like a windfall tax or a a tax on excess profits to disincentivize the gouging that's going on in the energy sector. For example, the European Union, Spain, Germany have all put in some form of wealth tax or excess profit tax to acknowledge that there's corporations that that are making massive profits off of this inflationary period that we're going through globally and using that to actually help out people with the cost of energy. Similarly, we think that should be done with the, the cost of energy, but with the cost of food, food, food in Canada, which is particularly unique, we think there needs to be something done, and we want to identify the problem so we can solve it. And, and right now, no one else is talking about corporate greed as one of the drivers. Of of the cost of living, when many economists are pointing to it as absolutely a problem, and now the Bank of Canada has finally admitted that despite increases to interest rates, food prices continue to rise, admitting that their approach hasn't worked. And so we're saying that then we need to take additional steps. We can't just sit back and say, well, if uh, the ben- the government has no role. The government does have, have a role to play in helping Canadians with the price of
0: K. Okay. Uh, Jagmeet Singh is here, federal NDP leader. And the other hot file this morning would be Chinese election interference. Are you with Justin Trudeau that the allegation, in the case of at least one MP, is, is rooted in racism?
1: Uh, we're taking this matter seriously. We we think that it's it's absolutely a serious allegation. It's a serious threat to our democracy. If a foreign government is involved in our democratic process in such a manner that this that ceases to raise alarms, has it requires some independent investigation. So what we're calling for is an independent inquiry. We believe it's something that is more uh, needs to be taken out of. Uh, just a com- committee process that can continue. But looking at the committee process, it, it really seems like a, a bit of a political gamesmanship between the Liberals and the Conservatives trying to score points on each other because they're both implicated in some ways around this um, interference. They both have some circumstances where uh, CSIS has identified that uh, in their candidates that there was some involvement. And we don't care who which political party has candidates that were in, engaged in this. We actually want this to stop. We want to protect our democracy. So we're not trying to score points on this. We want to actually take steps to protect our democratic process, and so that's why we think that a public independent inquiry would be the way to go. Okay, and is there a threshold, Jagmeet Singh, that you get
0: to as leader and the party gets to where you just can't backstop the Trudeau
1: Liberals anymore, where you're going to leave them on their own? Oh, absolutely. We, we've got uh, many uh, opportunities to do that. And we've got uh, a document that lines out, that lays out all the steps that need to be taken, specifically in terms of things like the dental care that we fought right. for. Okay, for but kids. those are the things you uh, want them to do for you. Surely there's a point where you would judge that
0: the liberals have got themselves into enough scandals that you can't be a part of that.
1: That's always a decision that that we, r- we remain open to. That we'll always make that assessment as we go on. If it ever comes to a point that we think that we can no longer continue in this current format, this continue in this current government, uh, we have the opportunity to withdraw our our support. We we've always let the door open, um, and we're going to continue to make that determination based on one primary thing. Can we continue to get help for people? And so far we've been able to bring in dental care, double the GST rebate, uh, get real concrete support into people's pockets, unlike the other parties uh, in opposition who haven't really pointed to, can't point to a single thing they've done that actually has made people's lives in any concrete way better. We have and we're the fourth party with 25 MPs versus the conservatives who are the official opposition and can't point to a single policy that they have pushed and made happen in a minority government in unprecedented things like inflation and a pandemic. And we have and we're proud of that. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, sir. Federal NDP leader Jugmeet Singh, and it is a bit of a devil's bargain because this is not a minority government coalition. Uh, The NDP only said, you do all this for us and we will not vote against you. And if they pull out of that deal ultimately because they think that the liberals are no longer worthy of support, however, they continue to vote with the liberals anyway, then like I said, it's a devil's bargain.